Well, welcome to another broadcast of Together With Him. I'm Sister Anne with Labors for His Harvest Ministries, and I am excited about Jesus. How about you? Just glad to be in the number one more time. Oh, yeah, we're in the number right now. I'm telling you, anytime you join a broadcast, anytime you're out there checking out uh, a YouTube video, video that uh, explains and expresses who our creator God is, our wonderful saving God is. Come on, you got it going on. Amen. And we are hanging out together just a little bit more time together with him today. It was a beautiful day today here in the greater Kansas City, Missouri area. And I got a little sun today. I had to get a little sun and, you know, let, let the sun shine in. <laughs> shine in your home. Amen. The sun, the son of God, S-O-N, shining in your heart. And then let the sun, S-U-N, beam down on you. Amen. God, he's got all kinds of wonderful things that he does for us. And I am just excited. Big shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers. Oh, wow. Mm -mm -mm. I tell you, you know, the holiday season, it's kind of come and gone. But you know what? Those volunteers, the volunteers, we hang out and we just continue to bless the, the Lord. Bless the Lord with what he's called us to do. And the volunteers for this team, they are second to none. They raise to the occasion. Amen. And do whatever they need to do, whatever they can do to roll up their sleeves and, and give it all for Jesus. Anytime you pray for laborers for his harvest ministries, anytime you pray for Sister Ann, amen. And the saints of God, I tell you, that is supporting. Big shout out to our honorary mother, Mother Ida. Hey! <laughs> Mother Ida, a great woman of God, and she just blesses us with her prayers and her encouraging words. Amen. And that's what's up. Encourage your, your congregation. Amen. Encourage the people that work with God's people. Encourage any way you can. Mother Ida, we love you dearly. Amen. Praise God. And, you know, of course, big the biggest, biggest shout out to our lord and savior jesus christ hallelujah thank you jesus thank you for coming to this earth amen down through 42 generations thank you for dying humble on the cross for us thank you thank you for putting us back in right relationship with with you hallelujah god thank you you know all we have to do is just say yes Amen. Big shout out to all of the affiliates, those that help labors for his harvest ministries. We get out and we we do whatever we can. We are a parachurch and we help other churches. Amen. To do what they're uh, maybe not not have. They don't have the people or the resource or knowledge or whatever to do a certain ministry and we step in and we do what we can big shout out to all of the affiliates those that open up their doors and say hey can you help and see that teamwork makes uh, you know the, the old slogan teamwork makes the dream work well when we get together and do god's will together 
Ooh, ooh. Mm. We put our hands and our hearts together and our whatever we can. We put it together and make it happen to be a blessing to get God's work done. Yes, we do. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. God, we just love you so much. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm not going to be long today. I always say that to my, to myself, you know, because we, we, we're going to come back and we're going to start doing uh, our on the go broadcasts, And, you know, there's another broadcast during the week that we like to do, you know, in, in the, in the uh, essence of ministry as well. So we're going to, we're going to pick those back up, but you know what, while we're here, we're going to go ahead and enjoy Jesus one more time again. And you know what I like to do? I like to praise him. Come on, let's give God some praise. Your children, leap for your job. Leap for your church. Victory is here. Leap like your finances are changing. She preached it. She prayed it. Now we praise for it. She preached it. She prayed it. Now we praise for it. She preached it. She prayed it. Now praise him for it. Hallelujah. 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 My God, there's some power in here. Victory all in the house. Walk it out, Lady B. Somebody's going home better. Some woman's going home with power. Come on now. Some woman's going home with victory. Lady B, I want you to walk that out. Come on, baby. I need you to walk that out. Hallelujah. As she walked past your room, I want you to open up your mouth. God's making a way. Thank you, Jesus. God's making a way. God's making a way. God's making a way. He's taking the strength out of defeat. He's getting ready to make it easy. He's getting ready to send power. He's getting ready to give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory. Glory, 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 glory. Yes. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. That's one of my favorite praise words. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Look at him real good. Say neighbor. You, but tell them this praise I'm getting ready to give God is because something just shifted in my life. Tell them I needed to be in this room tonight because something just turned in my favor. I needed to be in this room tonight because something just broke. I needed to be in this room tonight because something just turned. I needed to be in this room tonight. Hallelujah. Just got better. If Thank you believe you, it, don't you wait on no music. I want you to go to praising God right here. Because something just broke. 
thank you, Lord. Anytime you praise him, you just got to know that he's going to be right there. Hallelujah. goodness hallelujah come on now you know as as a god's representative huh i'm god's representative if you're saved huh sanctified i'm talking about set apart for god he's he's on your mind from the time you wake up in the morning come on to the time you lay your head down at night come on you think about him you're there with him that's the fellowship time huh you're god's representative you wake up with him on your mind walk with him throughout the day huh woke up this morning with my mind stayed on jesus walking and talking throughout the day hallelujah with my mind stayed on jesus huh you're god's representative You've asked him to be your Lord and your Savior, huh? When, when things come in and situations happen, you know he's right there. You can, you can go to him, Jesus, huh? Call, it, call on him right there. He said he's right there. You're God's representative. Yes, you're his representative. And you know, that's what's awesome about this relationship. Yeah. You know, when we get saved, he just doesn't stand off aloof somewhere. God is right there in the mix. That man was full. Now, you know, people can say what they want to say, that emotionalism. I don't care what you got to say, huh? But when the word of God says that we can speak in tongues and heavenly language, amen. The initial evidence of speaking in tongues is the spirit of God gives utterance. And you know you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Then you get up and you get to praying and praising him. And that edified, that that blessed language, that heavenly language, that Holy Ghost oozing out. Huh? Pouring out, overflowing out of you. Amen. Come on, and you speak with other tongues to glorify him. Hallelujah. All, all right, that right there. That 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 right there. That's the that's some power right there. That's some blessed assurance that Jesus is yours. Huh? Jesus is mine. I know when I can walk up and down in my little hallway here in these floors, this these little floors I live in, huh? Come on. These little rooms and I walk around and I give God glory or I'm sitting in my chair and I give him glory. I know that I'm his representative. 
Huh? I know I'm talking. He's to him and, and he's right there with me. I know that he's real in my life. I expect him to move in my life. Amen. It's a relationship. Come on. God's representatives. God's representatives. And, and knowing this, that I'm his representative, you know, uh, I get to live in a life and I have to remind myself, see, you know, situations happen. Folks going to clown. Slowfoot's going to try to get on your nerves. He's going to try to influence people around you closest to you or whatever. But you know what? When you know that you are God's representative, you belong to him. Huh? And he's yours. Yes. Huh? And you are in the family of God. You have a purpose. You, he has a plan for you. You are born again into the family of God. Regardless to how the first family you were born into may treat you. Hmm? The fact that you've been born again this time. Hmm? This time. The God, the creator God owned owned it and came into your life and and born again make a demon what you must be born again huh what shall we do to be saved be born again and that gift of family in christ it's important it's important to fellowship uh-huh it's important cornania as god's representatives we it's important that we get together and lift him up Saints of God coming together, giving him glory. That's right. And it's also important to know that when you're a part of that church family that you have collectively, you come in, in and hang out with. Amen. When you go home, you're still in God's family. When you go to work, you're still in God's family. No, never alone. No, he's with us all the time. Amen. And we don't have to put God on the shelf. Say, God, I'm going to handle it this way or I'm going to do it that way right now. I'll I, I see you later. I'm going to go do this or do that. No, what we do is we take the Lord along. Come on, with us. He's with us huh? everywhere that we go. And how does the world know? That we are his representatives. The love that we have one for another. Hmm? The fellowship of the saints together. Now saints, this is another year. Christians. Uh-huh, disciples. Believers. This is another year. Someone asked what my New Year's resolution is. I don't have one. I don't have one. I, I It doesn't take me a whole year to, to try to half do something and then come along and figure it, hey, it's not working. Or it doesn't take me a whole year or another year to say, okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna try this again this year. No, no, eh, I'm not doing that. I don't do New Year's resolutions. Amen. What I do is when the Lord wakes me up in the morning, starts me on my way. Amen. That's another day. That he's made. 
amen, another opportunity for us to hang out together and for him to show up and to show out. That's right. If we let him, let's look at St. John chapter 10. Yeah, let's look at St. John chapter 10. Now, I'm not, uh, I'm still dealing with this, uh, dealing with this idolatry. Uh, This idol worship, I, I think that's something that we have to really, really stay focused on and come against. And what, what are idols? Idols is anything or anyone that you worship or, yeah, yeah, you spend more time with a person, place, or thing other than God. It's more important to you. Your house can be an idol. You're, you think you're living uh, living larger than your next-door neighbor, and uh, you're better. You think you're better. That's an idol. Uh, you rather hang out at home than, than to, to uh, get out and do what you're called to do in, in the work of the, the Lord. Yeah, that, that can be an idol. Anything that you do uh, that you value, children can be idols. Oh, I love my children. I love my grandchildren. My goodness. But I have to keep them in the right perspective. Amen. They are gifts from God. They're not God. So they don't run nothing. Hmm? Jobs, that can be an idol. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you know, that job and God will bless. And I don't care how much you're making as long as you're making it and you value it and you, you giving all the spending so many more hours on a job than you are spending and you don't have time to, to pray. And you don't have time to give God glory. You don't have time to, to come and hang out with him and the brother, other brothers and sisters in Christ. See, those are idols. The car, oh, that's an easy one. The car, the spouse, oh, my goodness, that's an easy one. You know, you worship, you think it, you're doing better and you spend more time. And, and make excuses and, and they become that thing or that person or even a place that traveling can be an idol. You got all the time to travel, but you can't travel down to the house of the Lord or travel next door and check on your neighbor and see how they're doing and listen to them and witness to them. Oh, yes. Come on. Idols. Well, as God's representatives. Yeah. As God's representatives, we are to keep things in the right perspective, the right perspective of who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can make ourselves idols, okay, uh, for whatever reason, one way or another. Either you exercise too too much or you exercise too little because you like to live in the lap of luxury, maybe something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But we have to keep ourselves in the right perspective of who we are and who others and who 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 others are, what other things are. See, because God, he is our lifeline. He is our lifeline. He if he doesn't wake us up, we don't get up. If we if he doesn't keep us throughout the day, we don't be kept throughout the day. I'm talking about spiritually so falling into sin and temptation and tripping, and naturally so. We got to have his strength, amen, his grace, his mercy to physically keep us and to encourage us and to renew our minds and bless us to know the truth of his word. Come on. As God's representative, what what does it say? Uh, What does it say? 
We're not gods. Mm-mm. You know, there's a thing going around, and I, for the life of me, I, I do not understand it. You know, because like I said, I, I didn't wake myself up this morning, and uh, I, I don't keep myself going because uh, I got things going on that if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy, I, I don't think I'd get up. Come on. But some way, somehow, oh, we think that we're gods. We think that we're running things. Yeah, we think that it's all about us, and that's not it. It's all about him. Let's look at Jesus, uh, Jesus as he talks about his deity. Come on, let's look at John, St. John chapter 10, and we're going to start at verse 22. Now, at the time of the Feast of Dedication, at the time the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem, it was winter. And Jesus was walking in the temple area in Solomon's portico. So the Jews surrounded him and began saying to him, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are really the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, tell us so plainly and openly. Mm-mm-mm. Here go Jesus. I love I love his responses. I love God's responses. Let's look at verse 25. Jesus answered them saying, I have told you so, yet you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testifies concerning me. They are my credentials and the evidence declaring who I am. Now, this is the Amplified Version. Get that version of Bible that you understand, and it will help you. But Jesus was saying, look, I've, I've been doing, I've been telling you and showing you who I am. And, and let's not forget how even uh, before Jesus came on the scene and the preparation, how God was preparing him to go on the scene, you know, he went to John, who was already there. Amen. Baptizing as unto repentance and declaring to repent. So he, he, John was already there. And then once Jesus showed up to be baptized, God himself, God, he said, look, this is my beloved son in whom I'm, I'm well pleased. Hear ye him. And from there, look, Jesus was proven, proven through the temptations in the wilderness. He resisted Slewfoot on every level. And went out and started doing the work of the Lord. God's representative. God himself. Come on. He said, look, I already, I've told you, I've shown you the works that I do. In my father's name, testify concerning me that are, they are my credentials and the evidence declaring who I am. But you do not believe me. So you do not trust and follow me because you are not my sheep. Huh? Come on, let's let's look at this. What is it? Why can't we believe? Why doesn't the world believe? Or what is it about people waffling back and forth, shuffling back and forth? They don't know whether or not they want to be saved or not. The backslidden state. They they do that because they don't believe. They don't they don't believe that God is. So they don't trust him. I challenge you to trust God. Trust him with everything you have. Do do that, that. Be so disciplined to trust him and watch him show up. Come on. Verse 27. The sheep that are mine, 
that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. Yeah, you know, we are his sheep. We are his sheep. If the Lord has tugged on your heartstring and if has has encouraged you, come on, get saved, let me be your God. And you, you just feel like you just gotta press in to repent. You're his. See, there's a there's an enemy, I tell you, there's a certain type of person that's not trying to hear nothing but who they are. They want to hear what's going on in their own mind. They want to read or listen to anything other than Christ. But here, once the word touches your heart and it, you just feel like, oh, my goodness, that is I, I recognize his voice. Come on. That's that's God pulling on you. That's God. You're his. Come on and say yes. Come on. Verse 28. And I give them eternal life and they will never, ever by any means perish. And no one will ever snatch them out of my hand. Isn't that a great promise? We talked about being in the family of God. You can't, you can't, nothing and no one can snatch us out of the family of God. No one can do it. Nothing can do it. He, that's just what he tells us. Verse 29, my father who has given them to me is greater and mightier than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I and the Father are one in essence and nature. Hmm? Again, the Jews picked up stones to stone him. Oh, man. They hated the idea that, that here's Jesus. The living word, the truth of the word of God, coming to mess up their whole program, mess up everything, the law and everything, all of the the uh, uh, added requirements that they added to where a person uh, can't can't make it, can't live it. You know, where they have all the control and, and here they go. They just they're just so angry that here they go. They want to go kill Jesus. Jesus answered them. I showed you many good works and many acts of mercy from the father for, for which of them are you stoning me? See God, Jesus told them, look, I, I haven't done anything but good. Why are you picking up this stone? Uh, why are you picking up these stones to stone me? The Jews answered him, we are not going to stone you for a good work, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, make yourself out to be God. I'm going to just say this. No mere man could have done what Jesus was doing. It wasn't a mere man. No mere man could resist the uh, enemy to be tempted when they were tempted on, on the mount. No, no mere man could resist that temptation Adam didn't Adam he didn't resist the temptation of the lust of the eye lust of the flesh and the pride of life no that that's why we find ourselves in the situation we're in as mankind so here not just being a mere man Jesus fully God huh the spirit of the Lord we just read it in essence and nature and then of course born of a virgin where the father God was the father, is the father. And here God, 
born in the likeness of sinful flesh, but there was no sin in his flesh, but fully God and fully man. So they still didn't understand. Talking about blasphemy. Hmm? Because you're a mere man. Make yourself out, making yourself out to be God. No, he is God and he is man. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I said, you are God's human judges representing God, not divine beings. Okay, so here, even in the law, it was written that these people, the law that you're gods, you're you're ones that that are judges of the land, right? You're not divine beings, you're human beings, but you do represent God even in your law. That's what Jesus is saying. Verse 35, if he called them gods, that's a little g, men to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be undone or annulled or broken. If that is true, then do you say of him, capital letter H, whom the Father sanctified and set apart for himself and sent into the world, you are blaspheming? Because I said, I am the Son of God. See, the law had already called us gods as representatives. So what are we doing as God's representative? Jesus just said what he did. Huh? Good works and many acts of mercy huh? from the Father. Jesus just said what he did and what we're to do as God's representatives. Hmm? Verse 37. If I do not do the works of my Father, that is the miracles that God, that is the miracles that only God could perform, then do not believe me. See, Jesus did many great things that only God could do. And as his children... As his disciples, as the, the sons of God, amen, representatives, come on. We're expected to do some miracle. He's a miracle working God through us as well. Uh, then verse 38, but if I am doing them, even if I do not believe me, come on. Verse 38, but if I am doing them, even if you do not believe me or have faith in me, at least believe the works that I do. Admit that they are the works of God so that you may know and keep on knowing clearly without any doubt that the father is in me and I am in the father. That is, I am one with him. See, as God's representatives, come on. Jesus was saying, look, at least believe what I do. And that's a that's a higher calling for us as believers, too. We should aspire to stay focused on what what is it that God approves of? What is it that as his representatives, we're to exemplify? Hmm. What are we to do before the world? What example are we to set no matter what so that people will know and clearly beyond a shadow of a doubt that we do have the Holy Ghost, huh? That we are saved, that we are sanctified, set apart for God. 
Verse 39, so they tried again to seize him, but he eluded their grasp. He went back again across the Jordan to the place where John was first baptizing, and he was staying there. Many came to him, and they were saying John did not perform a single sign attesting miracle, but everything John said about this man was true and accurate. Thank you, Jesus. See, uh, John the Baptist, he didn't perform the miracles. John the Baptist pointed to to this to Jesus, saying, "Hey, you know, here here comes a man uh, that I'm not even worthy to unlatch his shoes. Here, this is the Lamb of God." And John pointed to Jesus. Focus on Jesus. God pointed to Jesus. Come on, focus on Jesus. Hear ye him. And here the miracles were made manifest through Jesus. Hmm? But it, but everything John said about this man was true and accurate. John the Baptist declaring what was going on with Jesus. Come on, verse 42. And many there believed and com- confidently trusted in him, accepted him as Savior, and following his teaching super important come on super important what are we we are God's representatives the things that we do the things that we say how we respond that is showing that we are God's representatives there's a shock jock value that the world tries to to uh, you know make uh, super uh, cool right you're a shock jock you're you're saying things to where people's mouths fly open but what about the shock jock value of you know that what you heard or what has happened should have taken you to another level to where you had to you would have had to jump in somebody's chest but there was a patience that came over you in that situation. An understanding to where a soft answer turned away the wrath. It was necessary for that time. You know, the judgment of, of us as human beings trying to crush one another. Uh, God doesn't crush. He instructs. He renews the mind through the washing of the word of God. And how do people see the word of God in us? But through the word, we also become the living word. We act out as God's representatives what the word says. Amen. Especially with each other. Before we go into this next scripture, there was just a beautiful sister in Christ. And last week was rough for me. I will just say. Uh, because there's, uh, there are beautiful people in Christ. Now she was no hose barred. She wasn't, uh, uh, she spoke her mind because it needed to be said and how she said it needed to be said in that way from time to time. But she was very kind, very kind and considerate and hardworking. And in that she did those hard things that God rose her up to do and gave her the strength to do her mother-in-law was ill 
and she took care of her mother-in-law until the day her mother-in-law uh, in law passed. That's a great work. There was there's no selfishness in that. There's something wrong when societies can't seem to take care of the elderly or the children. The, it's just something going on. But she wasn't like that. She rose to that occasion. And the Lord used her and blessed her. But it became uh, an example. She was one of God's representatives. She let the Lord flow through her in her life as a wonderful, uh, elegant lady uh, in the gospel. Uh, an example, a wonderful example of being a, a, a elegant lady spouse to her husband, just godly woman, just wonderful sister in Christ. Those, that's being God's representative. Now, there was plenty other sisters in the church, and we know them. We can think of them, can't we? We know which, we call out some names if we thought about it. Sisters and brothers in the church. Oh, gosh. Ah, uh, You know, you think about them. It's like, Lord, really? You know? And you wonder whether or not they're actually God's representatives. They, they're mean. They, they, uh, are, uh, they sabotage uh, things in the church, work in the church, and uh, they run and hide. They, they don't stretch out their hand to help. They're thieves. They steal steal ideas and um, uh, finances. I mean, I mean, what is going on? You know, you know the names of these people in the church. And you wonder, are they God's representatives? Well, they're not being good representatives, let me just say. No, they're still God's people, and he's still working on them. But we lost a wonderful sister in Christ who was truly a representative uh, as a wife and as a mother and as a grandmother, as a sister in Christ, you name it. This woman of God was right there as a representative. And that's what we're to do. She's a great representative. We're to be the type of representative that the world caters to. And the, the world will also give props. Mm -hmm. They'll give you a prop. You, they know you'll sit up there and first next thing you'll hear is, you know, you're such a patient person. Um, like, uh, well, in my mind, you might say, okay, thank you. But really, that's just being a representative because what is God? He is patient. Yes. Uh, you get another, uh, you get another kudo where someone says, oh, you're such, such a kind person. And it's like, uh, you think about it, it's like, okay, well, isn't this who God is to me? So when we look at, if anything, this year, we just continue on in being better in Christ. Isn't that what's up? We want to be better. We want to be better children of God. Hallelujah. Now, there's one more scripture here that uh, we'll look at. Let's look at Psalm chapter uh, Psalm chapter 82 because I put it in here and it kind of goes with the uh, subject where they're using this term God in a way to where uh, 
they think you're to, to impress and to be better than others. But that's not the way this term is. This term is to be used in it in a way subservient and subordinate and under who we are. We are God's representatives. Let's look at Psalm chapter 82 and look at uh, verse 6. Now, this is being unjust judges rebuked. Uh, Let me just go ahead and read from verse 1. It's a beautiful chapter and it's very short. It says, God stands in the divine assembly. He judges among the gods, divine beings. You know, he's really hint that it's all about him. We know we're not in that assembly because we're not divine, right, as human beings. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Vindicate the weak and fatherless. Do justice and maintain the rights of the afflicted and destitute. This is God saying, in this assembly, come on, uh, how long are you going to allow for the unjust to, to act out and to be partial to them? Give them chance after chance or whatever. And this is what God is telling them. He says, vindicate the weak and fatherless. Do justice and maintain the rights of the afflicted and, and destitute. Rescue the weak and needy. Rescue them from the hand of the wicked. See, as God's representatives, this is the work that we really need to be about. And I would say that it starts with our own homes. Even if you're a single person, if you're a single person, you do what you are called to do to get closer and be be that God better representative in Christ. And then you continue on and be that blessing to outreach in that way. Rescue the weak and needy. Do what you can. Amen. God puts the resources and opportunities in your way. And you you rescue them. Rescue them from the hand of the wicked. The rulers do not know, nor do they understand. They walk on in darkness, in the darkness of complacent satisfaction. And this is what he's calling, God is calling out. He sees them. Look, the, the rulers, they just, they, they still want to think that they're all that in a bag of chip, they're, chips. They're complacent. They're satisfied in their own uh, big houses and, and running over people. They think they're all that in their education and the looks and the spouse and the branded clothes that you wear. And, you know, they think they're all that and, and more, that they're better because of, Their lifestyle, money never made a human being. I don't think a dollar ever put a human being together. I don't care what robotic company you have, what AI company you have. You can never put together a human being. See, God has made us fearfully and wonderfully. Thank you, Jesus. All the foundations of the earth, the fundamental principles of the administration of justice are shaken. I said, you are gods. Indeed, all of you are sons of the Most High. In other words, you're put in a situation. You're put in representation. You know, you're not, you're not deity. We're not deity as human beings. We're put in a situation of, of representing God himself. We've been put in the situations of authority. Nevertheless, 
while you die like men and fall like any one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you belong, for to you belong all the nations. Amen. Nevertheless, you will die like men and fall like any one of the princes. See, it reminds us in verse 7. Uh, deity, no, it's not like you think. We're not God. We're, we're even it being the little G there, the gods, we're representatives. We are in positions to where we're to bless and to rescue the weak and, and deal with the wicked. Stop them from their wickedness, from hurting others. Be that voice, be that opportunity to to minister to where God himself. Arise, O God, judge the earth. Pray, amen, for to you belong all the nations. Thank you, Jesus. God is wonderful. He is wonderful. And without him, I tell you, where would we be? He's faithful. Yeah. Adam fell horribly. The first man, Adam, I'm talking about Adam and Eve, fell. I mean, just took us there, right? But God, Jesus, the second Adam, came through for us and overcame those obstacles in life that the first Adam didn't. He fell to all kinds of temptations, but Jesus truly truly God's representative and we're to be like him God gives us the strength and we just read it and who we are know that who we are in God we can do all things through Christ who's given us the strength first thing is to receive his salvation start that conversation Start that relationship with God. That's what we're to do first. Hmm? You want to ask God to be your Lord and Savior. You can start by praying this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, 
Jesus shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you're on your way to having a, the best relationship that you have ever had, have ever had, or ever will have. Amen. The relationship that you have. Hallelujah with God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God for that. And if you need any information, you can contact us at the our website at www.lfhhm.org. Any additional questions you may have, information, prayer requests, concerns, uh, drop us a line. Contact us and we'll get back with you and do what we can. If you're in need of a church home, uh, let us know and we'll uh, send over some suggestions for you and get you going in that there's also a discipleship resources tab on our website and if uh, you go ahead and click click on that tab there's a pamphlet there uh, called the road to salvation and it does give scripture and it explains where you go from here hmm? continue walking in repentance uh, continue turning away from the sin. Amen. Keep turning away and turn to God in prayer. Amen. And press into him and he will bless you. And what to expect. Hmm? The, the gift of the Holy Spirit to be baptized in the Jesus name for the remission of sin. Amen. And to expect to live a wholesome, a glorified life. Amen. Forever at peace with God. Amen. Uh, God. Hallelujah. I just love the Lord today. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And thanks for joining. Uh, keep us in your prayers. Keep us in your prayers. Amen. And I, as I always say, if the Lord says the same, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, 
and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films, One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.